Good evening. Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. Uh, I am on live. If you're watching live right now, you can watch the show on YouTube. The channel is Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. I'm also on the Facebook page, which is Let Me Bend Your Ear. Uh, the Twitter feed uh, for the show, which is at Bend Your Ear Pod, and also live on Twitch as well. I'm going to shortly put the link in the uh, chat box if you happen to be cruising around tonight and you see me on and you want to talk movies with me, uh, please feel free to let me know and then we'll get you on. This is a podcast where I discuss movies new and old. And uh, you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, the show is on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Amazon Music, and Podbean. You can also get episodes of the show whenever you'd like on the website. The website is LetMeBendYourEar.com. So tonight I'm going to be reviewing the film Defending Your Life, written and directed by Albert Brooks. But before we get into that, uh, let's get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way. Uh, again, if you want to join live, let me know. Uh, if you're watching right now, I appreciate it. If you want to get on, I'm going to put the link in the chat box there. So if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook or on Twitch, uh, just uh, let me know and uh, we'll get you in. If you want to talk about defending your life or if you want to talk uh, anything about movies, uh, if you come on the show, we'll do it as open forum. It could be about what I'm talking about or anything movie related. So the link is now in the chat box, so it'll be there if you want to jump on. If you don't see it, if you happen to be in chat, let me know and uh, I'll put it back up again if I need to. All right. Uh, like I said, the show is available wherever you get your audio podcast. Uh, a couple of things I'd ask if you are a regular listener to the show. First of all, thank you for listening. Uh, if you could do one or two things or both, if you can, uh, if you see my post on social media, specifically on Twitter regarding new episodes, the most current episode I have up right now is my review of the Batman. So uh, check that out. But if you do listen to the show regularly and you see my post on Twitter, if you can share those posts, retweet them, like them, that would be great. And the other thing you can do is if you listen to the show on an audio format, Spotify, Apple podcast, uh, if you can rate and review, uh, that's extremely important for an independent podcaster like myself, uh, because that's how we get to grow our following. And the more ratings and reviews a show has on a particular broadcasting app, then when people are searching for a new movie podcast, uh, the higher in the search results, it'll show up. So if you could do one of those two things, that would be great. If you want to email the show with suggestions on movies for me to review or thoughts on the show, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. So again, the most current episode I have up now is my review of The Batman, so check that out. It's available right now. And Defending Your Life is what I'm going to be reviewing tonight. That is a movie that came out in 1991, directed by, written and directed by Albert Brooks, also starring Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep. Um, I'll get into the cast in a minute. <clears throat> this is a film that I've loved for a long time and my unsolicited plug, hopefully Criterion will be a sponsor one day of the podcast. So I just picked up the Criterion version of Defending Your Life. So if you're not familiar with Criterion, uh, let me feel free to advertise it for them. Uh, this is a great service, a great company that's been around for a long time that curates critically acclaimed films, hit films, uh, cult movies. Uh, so if you're a film buff, Criterion should be a part of your collection. Now, I don't usually buy tangible, I don't really buy tangible DVDs with the exception, or Blu-rays, with the exception of Criterion Blu-rays of movies that I love. Uh, that's really how I restrict my uh, 
tangible viewing. Most of the time I buy movies for my son, uh, DVDs for him, you know, kids movies, things like that. But I have a DVD collection that I, I've had forever, but I've really slowed down. You know, I get a lot of stuff digitally or if I rent it, I rent it digitally and streaming, of course. But these are great because what's great about Criterion is you get not just the movie on Blu-ray and beautiful with beautiful transfers. The movies look good. They sound good. But you also get uh, supplemental things that come with it. In this case, um, interviews with Albert Brooks. Uh, sometimes you'll get critical, uh, a critical essay written about the movie. Uh, that you purchase, so it's great. So definitely, if you're not a fan of Criterion, definitely check it out. Uh, it's definitely the best way to watch kind of movies that have been deemed as classics. But Defending Your Life has been a movie that I've enjoyed for a long time. I saw it when it came out in 1991, and I am a fan of Albert Brooks as an actor. Uh, he's a writer-director as well. He's directed several films, uh, Lost in America, Modern Romance, uh, The Muse. Um, and this film is one of my favorites, and uh, I really enjoy it. It's got a really unique premise. So the premise of Defending Your Life is Daniel Miller, who is an advertising executive as the movie opens. He is celebrating his anniversary uh, or actually, excuse me, his birthday. Um, and his coworkers had given him a present of a CD player. So you can see it came out in 1991. So that was a big deal at the time. So he leaves work after the party and he is going to pick up his new BMW that he just purchased. And in driving home, he's listening to the radio, not paying attention, and he runs directly into a bus. So, of course, he does not survive that accident, and that sets the movie in motion, uh, Defending Your Life. So it's a very unique uh, premise because what happens is, you know, there's a lot of comedies that uh, talk about the afterlife and death. But this movie is unique because it talks, it basically sets up a premise where you go to a, I almost want to call it a way station, but what you end up going to in this movie is you go to a place that has you defend your life, which is the basis of the title of the movie. So basically he goes to um, Judgment Park and, or Judgment City, excuse me, it's called Judgment City. So when he gets there, he, uh, he it looks basically almost like uh, a combination, not even theme park because I say theme park because when he gets there, he's transported to the hotel that he's staying in, in a tram, like you would go at Disney World, you know, from your car to the to the park. And uh, he stays in a hotel, and then he comes to find out after spending the night there that he is going to have to defend his life. And it's basically a trial, even though they tell him it's not a trial, where he has a defense attorney, and then there's a prosecutor. Uh, looking at his life. So basically the purpose of this is to decide if he can move on. And by moving on, it's not to heaven or hell, it's to moving on to another existence. So in this universe of this film, you have several lives. And uh, the at the end of each of those lives, you're judged to see if you can either move on or do you have to go back and start over? So if he's, if they deem that he did not uh, pass the test, live the life that they think he should have, he's going to go back to earth. So that's the, that's the premise of the film. So Daniel Miller goes, his defense attorney is Bob Diamond, who's played by the great Rip Torn and the prosecutor, um, Lena Foster is played by actress, director Lee Grant. And his love interest in the film is Julia played by the great Meryl Streep. So as the movie progresses, what's great about the movie is 
there's a lot of little touches that make the movie very amusing. So one of the things that is great is that you can eat as much food as you want and you don't gain any weight. So I think for a lot of people that'd be that'd be heaven right there in itself. And and everything you eat there is the best thing you've ever tasted. There's a great couple of scenes. There's one scene where he eats breakfast and you know he orders like a cheese omelet and bacon and all this stuff. And literally she the waitress comes out with it literally three seconds later. So Albert Book's line is is great. He's like, Did you make this for somebody else? And they're like, No, 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 it was made specifically for you. So he's like, Oh, great. So then he of course he eats the, the eggs. It's like, these are the best eggs I've ever had in my life. So just little touches like that are, are, are funny. And and uh, he meets Julia, who has led pretty much an exemplary life. So she, you find out about her character as they get to know each other. Julia uh, adopted two kids. She's done a lot of philanthropy. She's basically, compared to, to Daniel, kind of, you know, I, I don't want to use the word perfect, but she's, she's lived a very exemplary life. So as the movie progresses, it, there's great themes in here. And I watched the review actually on the on the Criterion Blu-ray with Albert Brooks about his ideas and how he came up with the concept for the movie and writing the script. And he, a couple of things that he didn't want to do. He wanted to make a movie. He had, he had watched movies and he didn't see movies about death that weren't, that didn't really he wanted to see a movie that didn't tackle heaven or hell. Now they mention it in passing in the movie, but it's not, he wanted to make a specifically non-religious film about death and really to explore what your life means. And, and I think that's why this movie works so well, because again, he's not going, they're not deciding if he's going to heaven or hell, which in a movie like this, you would, you would figure with the premise of being judged with judgment. And especially if you have a religious background or know anything about religions, you would think this movie, the natural progression of this movie would be, well, if he passes, he's going to go to heaven, to a great place, or he's going to go to a bad place. And that's not what happens here. And that's that was intentional uh, because I think he wanted the focus to be not what happens after you die, but the focus of the film is what did you do while you were alive? And the theme that recurs through this movie, especially with Daniel Miller's character, and they do, a, and Albert Brooks does a great job of it, is to really show that throughout his life, he has dealt with fear and how fear stops you from doing things in your life. And I think that's a very universal feeling. And I think in, 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 the, in the interview I saw with Albert Brooks as well, he, 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 he remarks how some of his other films are maybe more respected, like, um, you know, Lost in America, Modern Romance, because he's, he's played kind of to, in his own words, like an assholeish type of guy, and that he was brave enough just to be a complete unlikable lead in a movie. So those movies gain or more garner more like critical acclaim. But he's he acknowledges that this movie has reached more people and touched more people than probably any of his other films because it's his themes are universal. Look, death is going to happen to all of us. That's a universal theme, and I think fear happens to all of us as well, which is also a universal theme. And this movie really captures that well, because as he's sitting on trial, what happens is they pick nine days out of his life and they show things in his life, different moments in his life, different milestones in his life. So of course his defense attorney is trying to show him in a good light. The prosecutor is trying to prosecute that he hasn't really lived his life fully on earth because he's let fear dictate or actually make him not do things that would make his life better. 
And I think that's the part of the movie that really works well because I think anyone can relate to that on a certain level. I think I think fear a lot of times keeps us from doing the things that maybe we would want to do. Fear of failure, fear of financial insecurity, fear of what people will think. Uh, you know, name your fear of, of of doing something risky or taking a risk or going out on a limb. And I think we all have been guilty of that on on certain degrees. You know, we tell kids to live their life fearlessly and to be whatever you want. But then as we get older and the reality is kind of living your life creep in, I think a lot of times that fear comes in and, and keeps you from being achieving what maybe you could achieve or, or, or having the kind of happiness that you want. And, and Daniel Miller's character, who's in advertising, you can see even before he dies, he's he's uh, he's single. He's been through a bad divorce. Um, he's working a job that I mean, that he likes and he thinks his life has been rewarding. And then as he's seeing the episodes in his life come before him, he, he kind of understands. And then in stark contrast, he sees Laura's life, who's been she's she's very happy, very bubbly. She's selfless. Uh, she's giving kind of the opposite of what he is. Not that he's a terrible person or a bad human being, but when he compares his life to her life, it's he's he's just he's he's beside himself. But of course, as he gets to know her, he gets to fall in love with her. And then you have a love story there as well. So it becomes a combination of a lot of things, a, a romantic comedy, a love story, things like that. And it's funny when I watched this film because I reviewed broadcast news a few episodes back. Um, which starred him and Holly Hunter and, and William Hurt, the, the great film directed by James Brooks. Uh, and it's kind of the same thing. And I think Defending Your Life kind of does what Broadcast News did as well. It's a movie uh, of different genres. So you have the romantic comedy, you have the straight comedy, you have a little bit of drama in there. It's mixed in very, very well. And the cast is great. Like I said, uh, Rip Torn is Bob Diamond. His defense attorney is hilarious. I mean, if you know Rip Torn from... From Larry Sanders show, Dodgeball, Men in Black, you know, he's he's always solid and hilarious and he's got his own way of 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 presenting himself as an actor, which is very unique. That's always been unique to him. And uh, Lee Grant is fantastic as uh, as the prosecutor, Lena Foster. Also, with a great cameo, actually, and uh, I noticed it. And then when I watched the interview with with Albert Brooks, uh, he made the same connection that I did. So uh, Buck Henry plays. Um, uh, Dick Stanley. So if you know Buck Henry, he's a actor, screenwriter. He's famous for writing the, he wrote the screenplay for The Graduate. Uh, he was in Catch-22 uh, and he's been an actor as well. But the main thing that I found funny with him in this film, so in the in, in Defending Your Life, he plays a defense attorney as well that comes in and fills in randomly in the middle of his trial. Rip Torn or Bob Diamond can't, is not there. He just doesn't show up. And Daniel Mills like, where's my guy at? And he's like, oh, he, he he can't show up. So Buck Henry is supposed to be this brilliant attorney. And literally in the scene that he's in, he's only in the one scene. It's basically an extended cameo. He does nothing, says nothing, doesn't really help at all. But the thing that's funny about the cameo is Buck Henry was in the 1978 film Heaven Can Wait, which I'll, I will review for this podcast as well. Because I saw it when I was young, really little actually, and really liked it. And it's a, it's a Warren Beatty film. Uh, Buck Henry's in it. I think he co-wrote the screenplay with Beatty as well. But it's a, it's a good callback to another movie about what happens after you die, what you know, what circumstances take place after you die. So it was funny to have Buck Henry do that little part. And, and Albert Brooks did mention in his interview that that was kind of a nod to Heaven Can Wait as well. So it was kind of cool to see him in the movie uh, as well. 
So as the movie progresses, he's going through his trial and he's falling in love with Julia. So what happens is you only stay there. You stay at Judgment City for five days. You go through your trial. And then at the end of the trial, uh, if they find if they find you are worthy to move on, then you move on to live whatever next life you live. And if not, they send you back to Earth. And one thing uh, <laughs> there is a and I don't want to spoil it. And I probably will by what I'm going to say. I'm I'm not going to give you a whole spoiler, but there is a hilarious scene where there's a pavilion at Judgment City called the Past Lives Pavilion, and you go there and you can see because obviously in in the in the te- in the universe of this movie, they acknowledge that you live several lives, that you're in the universe for a long time, and you live go through several several lives. So there's a Past Life pr- Pavilion that Julia takes Daniel to. It's like, oh come on, everybody says it's great. So all I will say about it is when they get to the pavilion, it, it there is a cameo in this scene at the pavilion. And that's all I'm going to say. That's hilarious. Most of you, if you kind of know about past lives and, and, and certain people that are involved in it, you're, you're going to know who the cameo is. But I'm not going to say because it's it's hilarious. And I mean, you have to know this person who is involved in it to make this funny, but I don't want to say who it is because it's 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 a great cameo, very funny, and uh, and it was funny even the second time I saw it when I saw the movie again on on Blu-ray. So great cameo there. So like I said, Albert Brooks, I'm a big fan of. He's it's funny because he's like a I don't I don't want to say Woody Allen, but I, Woody Allen in the sense that he writes, acts, and directs his films, a lot of the films that he's in, and uh, he's but it's a different sensibility than 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 uh than woody allen uh i think it's uh it's a different whole different vibe but that's the best comparison that i can give but this movie is very entertaining very funny in a kind of dry way if you know albert brooks sense of humor it's very almost deadpan but very very funny uh meryl streep of course she's always great in what everything she does uh this is like i said this is a performance i think she has a good time with it it's a good film uh like i said the the it's the little things in this movie that I really loved a lot. The little touches in the movie, like I said, about eating as much as you want, um, about uh, how Judgment City is set up. Like I said, it's it's a combination, almost like industrial park, theme park, uh, just the, all the things that, it, like I said, it's original. And and as I've said in the podcast over the last, you know, however long I've been doing it now, especially within the last year or so. It's movies like these, and I'm going to review more of these movies, uh, older or new. Uh, it's an original story. Uh, it's an it's a movie for adults in the sense that it's not it's not a you know comic book movie action adventure, which all I love. But I think what we're missing, you know, at least from the theatrical releases, are just original stories, original you know, regardless of genre, whether it's comedy, drama. Uh, mystery, you know, whatever it may be. And I've been fortunate in the last few weeks, last few episodes to be able to review uh, some original movies. And I'm going to try to get more into that, whether it's on streaming or things like that, or older films that I think I want to bring your attention to. Because the other thing I want to do on this podcast as well, and I said it in the last episode, is to bring you movies that maybe you're not aware of. So uh, if you're younger than me, I think Defending Your Life is probably a movie you've never heard of. Uh, if you're 30 years or younger, unless you're a cinephile or really love movies or love Albert Brooks, you've probably never heard of Defending Your Life. So hopefully this podcast, and which is what I've always wanted to do, is is one, discuss movies because I love to do that, but two, 
like I said, I always take pride in if I can introduce a movie to someone that would have never watched it, never heard of it, they check the movie out and they end up really enjoying it. So that's something that I'm really uh, passionate about doing. And this is a movie I think that you really would enjoy. It's, it's, it's original, it's funny, um, it has something to say. So that's what I wanna do as well. So hopefully I'll continue to do that through this podcast. But I've been able to, fortunately, with the last few reviews, just to review movies that have that original take, whether it was Nightmare Alley, um, this film, Defending Your Life. Obviously, I reviewed The Batman uh, last week, which I enjoyed a lot. So check out my review. So like I said, this is not, this is not, and I want to say to anyone that that's that jumps onto this podcast or hasn't listened to it for a period of time, uh, I'm definitely not a film snob. Now, do I love some highbrow film or do I love films by acclaimed filmmakers uh, that are considered either cult films or critical masterpieces, not so much commercial movies? Absolutely, I'm a big fan of them. Uh, but I'm also a fan of popcorn movies as well. Uh, if you've listened to me on this podcast, I have you know, talked about my top five movies and listed them off. And, and like I said, my, my introduction to movies or my love to movies was introduced in the most commercial of ways via Richard Donner and Superman and Steven Spielberg and Raiders of the Lost Ark. So those are the two seminal movies in my life when I was young that ignited my passion for movies that made me seek out other types of films. So my love of commercial popcorn movies will never die, never has up until this day. Uh, I love every type of movie. Like I always say, and I say on this podcast, and I say to people when I talk about movies, because people would always ask, it's funny, when I was younger, people would tease me. Because they would say, well, how come you like every movie you see? I'm like, well, first of all, I don't like every movie I see, but I'm picky about what I see. But what I mean picky is I look for movies that I think I'm going to enjoy, regardless of genre. So to me, my my when they ask me what my when people ask me what my favorite type of movie is, and I always responded this way, and I and it, and it doesn't it may sound smug, but I don't mean it to sound smug. It's serious. It's a it's an honest answer. I just want a good movie. That's my favorite type of movie, a good one, and a good one can come in any kind of genre. So that's why I always answered it that way. And it wasn't like I said, people. I think half the people thought I was being sarcastic, but I'm not. It's it it, it just. For me, it underscores my love of all types of films, and and I've been blown away by all types of movies, and that's why it's my favorite art form. So again, Defending Your Life, written and directed by Albert Brooks, uh, again with uh, Albert Brooks, Meryl Streep, Lee Grant, Rip Torn, Buck Henry, and just it's a it's a fun, funny movie with something to say. And I think, like I said, I think it, it taps in universal themes. That's why I think the movie has resonated with people for a long time. So I hope you check it out and you enjoy it. Like I said, it's available on Criterion. If you want to rent it, uh, you can rent it uh, where you get VOD, Amazon. I'm sure it's available anywhere. And you know what? Let me check because I made that mistake the other day. So you know what I'm going to do real quickly here while we're live? I am going to make sure that you can rent it on Amazon because I made that mistake on another movie the other day and I don't want to make that mistake again. So bear with me a sec. I'm going to check right now. Defending. Here we go. All right. And you can rent it on Amazon. $2.99 for HD. You can't even beat that price. So if you want to check it out, you can rent it there on Amazon. And like I said, you can purchase the movie if you've seen it and you want to buy it. It's available on uh, Criterion, which is I recommend if there's movies that you love that you want to collect, that's the way to get them. 
So again, you've been listening to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. I discuss and review movies new and old. I see we have a viewer on live, so I appreciate it. If you want to say hi, just get into the chat here. Uh, I would love to say hi to you. Tell me where you're watching from. And if you want to even come on, we can come on and discuss this movie or anything you'd like to talk about. Uh, again, the show is available on the following channels for the video version of the podcast. So if you like, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. The show's YouTube channel is Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. The show's Facebook page is Let Me Bend Your Ear. And the show's Twitter is at Bend Your Ear Pod. So you can watch the videos uh, at any one of those three platforms, uh, whether I'm on live or if you want to watch them later. Uh, I'm also available live only when I'm on Twitch. There's no archive for that. But if you happen to be on Twitch, uh, you can watch the show there when I'm on live. I actually had someone from Twitch interact with me on my late night show the other night. So that was kind of cool to have them uh, chat with me. You can listen to the show, of course, wherever you get your podcast. Again, that's Spotify. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, and Podbean. So you can uh, download the podcast there. You can also, if you don't use a podcasting app, you can get all the episodes all the way back to episode one of this show on the website. The website is letmebendyourear.com. Again, that's letmebendyourear.com. If you want to email the show, uh, the email for the show is bendyourearpodcast at gmail. Com. So I'm going to give my Van Gogh review of Defending Your Life, written and directed by Albert Brooks. I am going to give Defending Your Life four and a half Van Goghs out of five. So on that scale, it's definitely a very, very good movie, a movie that I've watched over and over again. Obviously, I bought it. So obviously, it's a movie I enjoy that I've seen several times and would recommend that you uh, watch. And I think you would enjoy it very much. So again, Defending Your Life, written and directed by Albert Brooks, I'm giving four and a half Van Goghs out of five. So again, I'd like to thank uh, the viewer that was out there watching with me live. I'm going to check out here in a couple of seconds. And again, if you want to email the show, that is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. And again, uh, a couple of things. Uh, if you see the show, uh, my post on social media, please like and share it. I would appreciate that. And if you do listen to the show and like what you hear, please rate and review. Uh, give it five stars if you love it. And like I said, that's really important to help this show grow. And the other thing I would ask if you uh, know friends or family that would like a movie podcast to check out, have them check this one out. Uh, like I said, word of mouth is the key uh, to growing the show. That's my goal. Uh, I enjoy doing it, but I definitely want to grow the show. So if you can help me do that, that'd be fantastic. So again, uh, thank you for listening. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. I'll be back very soon to review uh, another movie, either new or old. Like I said, I've uh, committed to really doing this more and more, being more frequent uh, on lives and on getting podcasts out there uh, as a means to grow the audience. So the, I know the content needs to be constantly coming out and consistent. So I appreciate that. And again, I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Thank you for watching and listening. Take care and I will see you very soon.